Uh, Lewis, so we've got a little bit of softness creeping into equities the last couple days. Should we pay any attention to it? Well, I, I think so. Uh, for, uh, for sure, uh, one of the, the, the things that is in everybody's mind is uh, the debt ceiling. And I think uh, until I, I don't see the, the markets making any bold moves uh, one way or the other until we get through that next next month. So I think that's mm. a huge uh, uh, that's a huge cloud uh, that is uh, over uh, over us. And we just came off some highs just a uh, few weeks ago so uh, can we revisit that possibly but uh, I don't see any big moves um, until we we get through the debt ceiling that raising the debt ceiling which I do believe is going to happen but it's just right now it's just sounds like a more like a plain chicken with it right isn't this like a, a true tested uh, time-honored tradition of policymakers to run up to the debt ceiling and then solve the issue like right before this thing always gets pushed Lewis why should we care this time well, I mean, if you look back, 2011, uh, they failed okay. to, to make a move, and look what happened to the markets uh, back in 2011. I, I think you would think that they would learn from the catastrophe that it was back then, uh, and it was just, uh, it, you know, it didn't make any sense. Um, I know that uh, uh, Jamie Dimon testified before Congress. Uh, back in May, and uh, and urged them. It says, "Hey, you know, don't, don't let this happen again. Um, it could be more disastrous now. Just we're dealing with a pandemic on top of that. So, so hopefully um, they'll get to work and they raise the debt uh, debt ceiling. I think that that would definitely take that uh, cloud over us um, that we have with the markets. And then uh, I, I think fourth quarter numbers are gonna uh, are, are gonna be. Uh, good numbers, in my, in my opinion, uh, certainly a, a big improvement um, over la uh, over last year. Uh, but you're not going to see the, the type of numbers that you saw first quarter or second quarter, just because the comparisons for a year over year uh, is not the same. Hmm. Now, this Delta variant and uh, the move variant I mean, is something that we should be a little concerned about. Um, it could, I mean, they're slowing down the economy, uh, but I don't think uh, at this point in time, I don't think it's enough. Uh, to, to stop the locomotive. The recovery is definitely definitely well in, uh, on the way and has been for quite some time now. Okay. Uh, Lewis, I'm looking at the stocks you like right now, and I don't see anything clearly tied to a reopening theme, though. You like uh, Prudential Financial as one example, United Healthcare as another. Uh, why these two, if things are going to get better and we're going to move past this, why not go and scoop up the more leveraged uh, stocks to recovery, consumer-specific uh, travel or the areas that have been really beaten up? Yeah, I mean, certainly with, uh, I just addressed Prudential and, and United Healthcare for now. Uh, Pr Prudential is a, is a company, first of all, they pay a great dividend. Second of all, we're, we're in a very low interest rate environment. Uh, I would uh, I would look for that interest rate environment to 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 improve in, in a meaning in meaning that there'll be a little bit higher rates over, over over the next few years. That to a life insurer is uh, is great news. I mean, the, uh, the, their portfolio is is very susceptible to rates. The lower the rates, the worse their portfolio does. And from a underwriting standpoint, uh, specifically in life insurance, they. Um, uh, you know, lower rates is disastrous uh, for uh, for underwriting and pricing their products. So I think rates uh, will be higher in the coming years. How much higher is anybody's guess? Uh, but I think it's still historically low over the next few years. But that's an improvement on their balance sheet, in my opinion. 
Um, mm. You know, the healthcare, uh, you know, one of the things that, uh, that I think is uh, very, very uh, intuitive on them is their wellness program. Uh, the, right now, partnering up with Peloton, uh, that was a great move. Uh, and I think that uh, creating more of a wellness program is just better for them, more pre predictable uh, for them on their uh, uh, on cost and, and, and pricing and, and, and so forth. I mean, the healthier that you have your, your insurance, the better off you're going to be. Uh, so, so I think there's some good moves from these companies uh, on, on on that front, and uh, so so I do like them. I mean, I, I, are they are, are they a bargain? I I, I wouldn't say United Healthcare is a bargain. Is is Prudential uh, appropriately priced, and maybe there's some value there? Absolutely, I, I think uh, Prudential definitely fits that category. Okay, so uh, some interest rate themes here that do then tie back to uh, recovery, right? If things improve, rates can start to climb. Prudential can make more money uh, on, the, on the spread and on the interest, so uh, it makes sense. So, Luis, the, the other one you like is good old Amazon, and I'm gonna close with that because we're gonna talk with the team at Amazon here in a sec about all the hiring they're going to do. Shares have fallen since the report, but there's still a lot to like in cloud, or is this just still looking at the e-commerce dominance? So what's the theme going forward here for this business after it did so well over the past year? I think the number one uh, reason uh, to be excited about Amazon is their cloud services. Uh, first of all, is the largest in the world, and they're growing uh, between 30 and 40 percent. They also, when you think about their operating earnings, uh, there is a significant portion of operating earnings for them, and that's only growing in a 30, 40 percent clips year over year. That's substantial. Uh, the second thing about them is uh, uh, their studios, Amazon Studios. Uh, that they, they sign, uh, to, I think, for, uh, for in my opinion, uh, very strategic. Uh, you know, uh, the Premier League that was a, a very good, uh, a very good partnership. And then you have Thursday Night Football uh, again. Uh, mm -hmm. This is uh, a step in the right direction. And then lastly, let's not forget that they have 240 million subscribers uh, to Amazon Prime. Uh, overseas and then uh, again with you know these people are not going away and you think about the domestic subscribers to Amazon Prime you, you know when you're paying for that service um, I'm guilty of it I'm one of them and you know you tend to kind of go back to that you're paying for it why not use their uh, their services and, and get the products uh, that, that you that you need so so I think it's going to be very difficult for subscribers to turn their backs on on, on Amazon uh, post pandemic so I, I, I do like uh, the stock I, I think that there's a lot more room for the stock to go and granted just a few weeks ago was around 3200 uh, and now it's at 3500 and holding steady uh, last couple of days markets are down and the price of the stock is up so so there's a uh, there's some good you know positive things coming out of the stock